Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com. Like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. Hey, when you go on iTunes and uh, listen to this show, make sure you give us a five star. And what I want you to do is give us a review. Cousin Lamar will see it. Also, you can email us at inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Let us know how you feel about the show and the direction of it. We are everywhere. You listen to podcasts now. Anywhere you want to listen to podcasts, you can listen to your boys and girl on Inside the Cave. I am CB at I'm the Real CB. That's where you can follow me at. Make no mistake about it, I am the Real CB. You might have the same initials as me, but you are not the Real CB. And that goes for celebrities and regular guys with those initials of CB. Next to me also, always is the host of The Dirt Sheet, Joe Dirt. I'm here in full effect. You can catch me at Chocolate Thunder 6969 <laughs> at gmail.com or whatever one you want to put. And he is dead serious, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, also got in here Big Dog. What's up with it, Mike? Country Rap Tune of the Week. I know we got a good one. International D. Cousin Lamar. Cuz, can you just sit down and just relax for a second? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? What's up? News, rumors, gossip, and reality with our girl Kayla. What's going on? All right. We got the Cave Crush of the Week. We brought that segment back, the Cave Crush. We got the beautiful D Strawberry from Chicago on this week's Cave Crush of the Week. And uh, hey, I want to say a shout out to uh, my brother, my brother-in-law, brother, what doesn't matter, my brother Jay, uh, hooking us up, man, inside the cave. It's about to make a big step pretty soon, so he hooked us up real good. Everybody down there listening at, uh, well, I won't say where you listen at, but shout out to uh, Jay and all his crew, man, listening to us and everything. Appreciate the love and all the feedback. Uh, Kayla, let me say one thing. Uh, I talked to Kayla this week, guys, and Kayla told me that I need to be more hip. All right, I don't know if you guys agree with that, but she says I need to be more hip and more cool. So what I did today was I actually went to the gym this morning, and I listened to that kid uh, with the one eye, Fetty, Fetty Wap. What you call, what you call, what's that kid? Fetty. Now you're being funny. What's that, what's that kid's name? What's that, what's that kid's name? Fetty, what, how you say that kid's name? Fetty, Fetty, what's that kid? You wasting valuable time. But anyway, bro. I listened to uh, that dude for about three minutes and I wanted to stab my own eye out. So I'm gonna try and be cool, but I'm not gonna be listening to Fetty. How you say that kid's name? What's that kid's name, bro? I'm not about to play with you. All right, anyway. All right, I got a good one for you guys, though. It's called CB's Quote of the Week. CB's Quote of the Week. CB's Quote of the Week. I sexual relations with that one. You can fool some of the people some of the time. Most of the people most of the time. Woo! You can fool all the people. 
can't beat the man! But you can't fool all of the people all of the time. I am the greatest! Inside the cave with CB.
I don't have a problem with the gay community. I don't understand how straight guys go to the club and lean up and hang out with other guys all day because there's so many holes in there. What's, what's that? Oh, so it looks like Kayla's taking the stab at the gay community. The down low community. I'm not taking a stab at the gay community. I'm taking a stab at the down low community. Oh, the down low community. So that must be what it is. And it's not that there's anything wrong with that, if that's what you choose. It is something wrong with being down low. Yes, it is. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it is something wrong with being down low. But it, it's nothing wrong with if you choose to hang out and... and, and yeah. Right. But my that's my whole thing. I just don't understand how these so-called straight guys can go to the club and these girls, you listen to Jay Z's song, they have nothing on. Skirts is short as hell, heels are high as hell, legs are long, and you are hanging out the bar with your homeboy. You drove with him, you came there with him. It could be a bunch of married guys just sitting around having a guy moment. I'm not talking about the married guys. I understand married guys. That's what me and you have to do. If we go to the club, we got to take pictures with each other. And look at this. I know you ain't going to go to the club with me, but I don't understand how to. Hey, D, you're you're single as can be. When you go to the club with your boys, if you got any, how often do you see them or hang out with them in the club? When we go to Vegas, we disperse, right? (laughs) Everybody on the mission. When we go to Vegas, we have our drinks together, and then we see each other the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my point right there. We're all in our 30s. And so all these guys, they want to turn up with, with other guys and stuff like that. Brother, if that's the direction of the club, put me in the DeLorean and take me back to 2002 when shit makes sense. I am not hanging out with a bunch of drunk guys all night when there's girls in there with no panties on. These girls ain't got no panties on. None of them. You, look, you, see, these, you see these tight dresses? that they, they, they Ain't no way in the world you can wear panties with that stuff. Look look at the pictures. Go on Instagram. Ain't no way in the world. That's my quote of the week. Why are you over there when there's so many hoes in here? And I'm not using the whole word hoe as disrespect to women. I'm just saying in general. Why are you over there when there's so many hoes in there? That's my quote of the week. Let's get into gossip, rumors, reality, and all that other good stuff with (laughs) Kalo. Hey guys, I have some good news and some bad news. With Kayla. Rumors. Reality. Nigga, I don't want no bitch from reality shows. Out of touch with reality hoes out now. When inside the cave. With Kayla. Inside the cave. Well, first of all, I just wanted to bring up the top point or the top five point guards of all time. I know you guys wanted to talk about that. Yeah, Joe. What, okay, what, what's what's the big My deal? My problem bro? was how Steph Curry on that first when he only really had like two or three good seasons. Okay. And uh, I would have put AI in the top five before him first okay. until his career was over with. Then how's he ranked up front? Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas should have been number three on that list. Okay. Big dog, how you feel about that? I'm not really paying attention to that list, man, because it's all about opinion. Mm. Who, who made that? Who made that ESPN. List? ESPN? Yeah. Oh, well, when has ESPN ever been wrong? <laughs> they wrong today. <laughs> they got them. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, 
I got Steph Curry over Allen Iverson and Isaiah Thomas. So okay, got, so if he go down today and get hurt, he's still a better point guard. He's a than better him. player. He's, crazy. he's a better player. He's crazy. And that's just my opinion. So Isaiah what, Thomas still, still have what maybe one or two good years. Yeah, two good years. I'm telling you right now, as a player, he's and a better player. Up until than now, he was injury prone, right? Yeah. So you mean to tell me that short body of work gonna put him above all those guys? I'm saying right now, if you if I had to pick my next guy, and it's Steph Curry, Allen Iverson, and Isaiah Thomas out there, John He's Stockton, crazy. I'm picking Steph Curry. That's my next. That man, he can hey, shoot better. Right. He, this don't happen that often, fellas, but I'm gonna have to agree with CB on this. He can shoot but, better, he can dribble better. He's a better player. How's it better? Says all time. We ain't talking about after a couple years. Yeah, so I see all what they argument. I mean, so we talking about careers, then you can, he don't belong on that list. Yeah, if you're like, talking, talking about pure skill, are we looking at that? Everybody in their prime, I'm putting him on that list. Me too. Cousin Lamar, what you think, man? I, I, I got similar feelings. Uh, looking at that list, I mean, it's it's all based on personal feelings. I, I don't agree with it personally. Um, you know, Steph, he 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 doing big things. Um, he still got a ways to go, but he, he's proven himself so far. So. I don't know how he was number four on that list, um, but hey, this is just personal personal preference, I guess. Let me tell you something. I put I looked at his stats and Russell Westbrook's stats. The only difference between them is Steph shoot the three better, and uh, he got like a point two whatever. I think Westbrook was twenty one point one points per game uh, average, and Steph was twenty one point five. Other than that, they they body of work is similar. So you telling me Steph a better point guard than Westbrook? Yes. You crazy. <laughs> yes, he is. Hey, hey, how about we look at all-around game? People forget that. How about we look at GP? Steph Curry. Defense and offense. I'm going with Steph Curry over Gary Payton. They eat. I'm talking about looking at defense, up. though. I'm thinking. I'm going with Steph Curry over Wait. everybody y'all na- naming except Magic Johnson. Over Oscar Robinson, too. He's not a point guard. Yeah, that was the second one. Big O. Oh, okay. Well, I'm taking Steph Curry. Steph Curry's in my top five point guards of all time. Sorry. Yeah. What else you got, Kayla? You're wrong as usual. So, there has been a Powerball winner. Well, three of them, actually, I should say. They um, are in California, Florida, and in Tennessee. So, now everybody knows that they didn't get that money. I want to know how you guys feel about losing. <laughs> hey, well, Kayla, I came. I was Four, I had four out of the six numbers, no lie, but it was out of order. Seriously, I sent I sent I sent y'all the picture. I sent it to you, Kayla. I had four out of the six numbers, but what happened is my power the, the number that was the Powerball. That number was I had that number, but it wasn't in the Powerball slot. So you lost. Yeah, no, I lost. To but, explain uh, that. I heard the person in California like didn't even win. I got I got seventy eight dollars though. Now. Nah, I nah. get seventy-eight dollars. I just told you how I had four out of six numbers. Right. And I played triple. I, I, and I played the triple ply. The triple. Is that what it's called? Triple power. Power. Yeah. Power yeah. Power yeah. I paid three dollars. I paid three dollars for my ticket. While y'all. Uh, huh? Take the family to Sizzlers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I so, heard the person I in had... California didn't win though. That that was a uh, that was a mistake. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, Man, they had some clown that went in there and cussed out the boss and, <laughs> <laughs> and realized that his ticket was uh, a day late. It was from the old drawing. Ah. 
Well, see, me personally, I wouldn't even want to win the lottery. I had been watching these different clips on winners of the lottery in the previous years. Yeah. And the majority of them died. You know what? My wife told me the same thing, Kayla. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like not a good thing to get that much money all at one time. And then you don't have, you know, anybody to help you with spending it. You just blowing it. Okay, let me tell you this. I... I don't have, a, I wouldn't have that problem because if I like people worried about people coming out the worth begging for money. If I won the lottery, I'm getting little. Only people that's gonna know about what I'm doing, my my whereabouts, are the people that's on this show right now, and that includes Good you too, luck. Kayla. But How up, do you expect to hide when your your name is plastered all over? No, 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 I'm not virus. talking about I'm not talking about hiding. I'm just talking about getting little from the people that would that have my number and that would try to get in contact with me. I would be in the top suite of the Aria. Good luck, good luck trying to find me. I'll be I'm telling you, I'll be at the Aria penthouse suite in Vegas. Good luck trying to get next to me. That's where I'll be at. Instead, where you'll be. So. Yeah, good luck trying to get to me. The security at the Aria is rough. You ain't you ain't getting next to me. DB, for uh, for our listeners that uh that know your stature, can you please uh explain what get little means for those of us that know how big you are? <laughs> Everybody wants to be a comedian nowadays. Everybody got to What else you got, Caleb? So. Florida man, I don't. I think this video is pretty old, but it's disturbing nonetheless. He has decided to admit um, to molesting boys and never getting caught to it. So pretty much um, in the video, the guy is just pretty much explaining to him or what happened when he was growing up. He got molested in public restrooms by the homosexual community. He said so. When he got older he started doing it to other people too like he said his zipper got stuck one time when he was in a public restroom and some gag man tried to help him but wasn't really helping him ended up molesting him so then he goes and he starts talking about how he started doing the same thing to boys for his whole life and he never got caught i think what the video was about was like them trying to pass a bill someplace in florida but I want to know, like, what is up with all these people getting away with molesting children and putting their hands on these people? And it's okay. Well, you know what I like about you, Kayla? Uh, You've been on this show three weeks in a row, and you have already set the tone of the direction of this show. Uh, We have talked about rape and molestation, I think, every episode. And I'm telling you, it's a good thing, because now I get to show a different side of us where it's not just... uh, where we're not just bullshitting around all the time. Uh, this is very serious in my opinion. Uh, all, right, I'm back. all right, I don't understand how could a man, when, when we're taught, when we're brought here to protect, provide and protect, uh, take advantage of a kid, number one. When And then how do you look at yourself in the mirror after that? You know what I mean? You, men are on, on this earth to provide and protect. Once you can't do that no more, you're worthless. You're here to provide and protect. So, and then you take advantage of a child. Were well, you supposed to be teaching that child? That's crazy. That's just how I feel about it. That's just crazy. What you got? I'm gonna take a different different angle on that, CB. I think people don't take mental illness serious. You know, every time something like this happen, all the people that's around the person that commits these crimes, the first thing they say is, "I never saw it coming." So, me personally, I, I can't understand how uh, people that are in my circle 
that I'm not paying attention to any signs. Right, right. right. As to what they're doing if they acting funny. Your kid comes home and lock themselves in the room all day. You're not going to go see what the fuck they're doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're not, I mean, it just don't make sense. Yeah, right. Well, I don't think it's cool. I really just think it's fucked up. And I think that that's one of the issues that's really slept on a lot in society. Like, it really is. And it's it's stripping these children of their innocence. And they wonder why all these 13, 14-year-old girls look like they're 21. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no, I agree. Cause, uh, so do you think, because it's funny you say that. I see a lot of children looking like they're grown as far as girls. So you think it has a lot to do with being molested and stuff like that? Do you think that like does something to them to make them like? I think it would be a contributing factor. I don't think it has you know everything to do with it, but the way society is, we're really and the internet has made everything available to these people, to these children rather. They're not kids anymore. They want to do just like they see, Mm -hmm. but we're adults. They're not. So they think these clothes and all this makeup and the hair is cute and everything, but it's beyond their ears. Yeah. I think mama and daddy ain't doing their damn job. And I think daddy was there in a lot of cases. So I take a lot of, I put that on them because I'd be damned if my daughter go out there walking around wearing half the shit some of these little girls wearing these days. And it happened. Like y'all talking about girls, run, CB talking about girls in the club with no drawers on. I wish she would. Well, no, I'm talking about women in the club with no drawers on, not girls. So. Hey, well, you know, so I was taking my daughter shopping, and we get out of the car. I see a mother and the daughter get out with, you know, short-ass shorts on with the ass hanging out. Yeah. You know, got the breast pushed up with the low-cut top. And, you know, it's kind of funny when they get out, then you see them trying to pull their shorts down. <laughs> put that halfway up your ass before you left the house. Right. So, you know, you put on clothes to draw attention. Most women do. But and most reality men. is yeah. they're going to draw attention that they really don't want to draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From somebody they don't want it from. Yeah. And <laughs> this era has become so desensitized. Everything is funny. Yeah. You know, everything is a joke. They want to make a meme, yeah. you know, and until they actually face with a situation. Right. Yeah. That's very true. Lamar, you got an opinion on this? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think it boils down, it, it all boils down to, to, to parenting and just, just setting the right example. Um, I've got two girls and I'm always, you know, um, I see my little girl got something on and she going to the mall. She going to the movies today to watch a movie. Um, I feel the ride along too or whatever. Yeah. And uh, before she go out, she know damn well that before she walk out that door, I'm going to be checking what she got on. Not only that, she got a backpack. I'm checking that damn backpack. Make sure she ain't going to try to go there and change. Right. And right. slide yeah. it to some other stuff. I mean, it, it's just being being I accountable. I, I definitely would hide some shorts in my backpack in my, on my way to school. Wear what I really wanted to wear yeah. when I got there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I just feel like, okay, so the guy was able to get away with molesting these kids for his like, almost his whole life, you know, since doing it. I think the problem is with the fact that these parents haven't made these children feel comfortable enough to be able to come to their parents and tell them something happened to me, somebody touched me inappropriately. 
And that's I don't think a lot of people, a lot of parents talk to their kids about that. Man, you know? And I talk to mine about it. Yeah, and I, mine are younger than probably all y'all's, but I talk to mine about it. You know, you you have to. Yeah. There's so many creeps out. And what the crazy part is, for the most part, it's usually people who are close to you. Close to you, wow. Yeah. And so they're gonna say something to the effect of, if you tell your mommy or your daddy, they're gonna be mad. They're not gonna understand. Right. And they're gonna manipulate them into not saying anything. But if they know that their parents are there for them, and no matter what. You know, you need to tell me these things. People would be getting away with these situations. Yeah. You got to have that talk, man, no matter how uncomfortable it is. And you got to keep it 100 with them. Yep, got to keep it 100. What else you got, Kayla? So, on a lighter note, India Love has been accused, well, not really accused, she's done it. She has shaded a nail tech for charging her to do her nails. Now, this was actually pretty, it wasn't really funny to me, but I thought it was necessary for me to bring up because these fake ass celebrities think that they're entitled okay india love is a uh, celebrity she's not to me but okay. to everybody else she is so india love was this little girl she was like 19 I mean, she might be 20 now but she was dating the game oh i heard of her okay go ahead yeah, yeah. okay good. she's I know a cute talking. little girl but she's nothing but just a social media girl that's really all she is yeah, that's, that's, that's everybody now Right. So what she did was she had a nail tech come to her house in L.A. She came at like nine o'clock and didn't leave until three o'clock in the morning and did her nails and her best friend's nails. So the bill ended up being about five hundred dollars. So India Love is pissed off because, well, everybody does my nails for free. Anybody who does anything for me does it for free. Okay. So the nail tech was like, I didn't come over here for no advertisement. I didn't come for no shout outs or no clout. I came to make some money. So you want to sit up here and try to tell me that I'm supposed to, you you just expected me to come do your nails for free. We never discussed anything. That's crazy as hell. So to be a you know a traveling artist for specific things, you have to have insurance that covers that. Right. That's 150 for her. Her fee is $150 per person if it's under five people. Right. Said it was those two people, her and her best friend. That's three hundred dollars in itself. She said the nail job was only sixty dollars, and then there was a couple other more fees that she had to charge on as well, bringing it to about five hundred dollars. But I feel like, why in the hell do you have a problem with paying for some services, especially if they're good? The India Love posted on her Instagram that she loved her nails; they're perfect, and then snatched it right back down when the nail tech charged her. Now, India Love. That's this girl. She was a real young girl. That that I'm gonna show you on cool, Kayla. That's the real young girl that uh that the game was messing with, right? She was like 19 when he started messing with her. She was like 18, yeah. But I just said that. So how you so cool? Well, no, no, because I I heard I, I heard of this story before. Hey, check this out. I don't know anything about nail techs and and getting nails done and stuff like that. I just want to know how y'all feel about uh the game dating an 18 year old girl, and <laughs> he's like 38. Like how y'all feel about legal, ain't she? So y'all cool with uh, a thirty-eight-year-old man messing with an eighteen-year-old girl? Okay, well, it was a thirty-eight-year-old woman messing with an eighteen-year-old man? There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> okay, I'll give you the proper answer as long as it ain't my child. I don't exactly. Give you <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, all right. I just want to make sure now everybody knows who we're talking about here. Hey, now, Kayla, what was that question again? We're drinking. This this, this episode is uh, sponsored by Hennessy, by the way. I haven't drank Hennessy in years, and I'm drinking Hennessy with Joe. 
So this episode is sponsored by Hennessy. Wait, what was that question again, Kayla? So, okay, think about it like this. <laughs> if you were like, you know, a traveling barber or something, mm-hmm. and you traveled to do your job, and that's how you get paid. Yeah. If there was no way that she expected these services to be done to her for free or anything like that or on a promotional basis, how would you feel if somebody did that to you? Yeah, I think she's thinking that, so her and the game, they not together no more, right? No, they've been done. Okay, so so I think she was used to the game taking care of everything, and she probably don't know what a bill is. But That's- I mean, I know, I know several people who are quote-unquote Instagram famous, and they do get gifted a lot of different services, yeah. like... When I say a lot, I mean, like, these Instagram boutiques are sending them free clothes and sending them free hair and all different types of things like that. So once you start getting things like that, you kind of get accustomed to it. But I still don't think that you should ever assume that somebody's doing something for you for free, period. Like, I just don't think that should be assumed. Big dog, how you feel about this, brother? I mean, they feel entitled, man. It is what it is. She's 18. This this generation, they feel entitled, don't they? Yeah. What was that, dog? I say they haven't done enough to be entitled. Right. Yeah, that right. But you know, like Kayla said, when you're on Instagram and you look good and you can get uh, 500 likes per post, you know, you become that that girl, you know, and um, I guess you like that that makes you feel entitled, you know. And it's like, hey man, it's easy to be, you know, to live this little fairy tale life on Instagram man. And, and fake and lie about shit you don't have, but. Once you get out here in the real world, you ain't entitled to nothing. You got to work for it. Yeah, but a lot of these people don't get a chance to even go into the real world. Yeah, they don't. Because they're Instagram famous. And, uh, you know, it goes back to a, a CB quote of the week from uh, about eight episodes. I said, you can fool some of the people some of the time, most of the people most of the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. Eventually, you got to log off of Instagram, log off of Twitter. You got to turn the lights off, you gotta turn the, you know, you gotta pay the bills, you gotta go to get a job, you gotta do something. Eventually, you have to come back to reality. And reality is a son of a bitch sometimes, so that's my opinion. AD, you gotta, AD, you was laughing, I wanna know what your opinion on this Uga. Is, is she a Uga to you, D? <laughs> to be honest, I was, it's very, I don't even know why you asked me that question. <laughs> What you think? She, do you think she a Uber? I'm gonna ask you that. Well, I you know mean, what you think it is. do you think she a Uber? If you had the nerve to ask me that, you know she a Uber. <laughs> Uber of the week segment is coming up pretty soon. Speaking of Ugas, uh, Stevie J is done with Jocelyn Hernandez. Okay, see, I know who Stevie J is, and I heard of Jocelyn. Go ahead. How you can't know Stevie J and not know Jocelyn? Jocelyn was on the shower pole, right? No, that was <laughs> no. <laughs> Who's on the shower pole? That was Mimi. Mimi, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Jocelyn is his wifey. Okay, wifey, okay. So apparently he is done with her. She has trashed over $65,000 worth of his belongings, bleached them, cut them up, and, you know, pretty pretty much went crazy on him. So I guess what the problem was, was he had been out, you know, in the studio with Faith Evans and recording and doing some work with her, and Jocelyn has just been tired of it. He's coming home too late, and she just can't stand it. She's done. So she went on her way to Excel shit and went in. So she trashed one of the, you know, some of the things included a $10,000 bad boy jacket that was gifted to him from Diddy. You can't do that. $40,000 worth of clothes. That's $15,000. Huh? That's, she, she is wrong. She can't do that. That's terrible. What else? What, what else she do? 
Uh, $15,000 worth of Versace china and at least 20 pairs of shoes. Okay, uh, that's true. He also says that she has vandalized several gifts that he's received from his children for Christmas. That's terrible. Now, I got a question to all you guys. We don't promote hitting a woman or doing anything violent towards women. But you come home and, and, and your woman did something like that to you. Burnt all your shit up. Not y'all women. Let's not say not, not y'all women. But hypothetically, if y'all was with a woman and she did that, she deserves a, a, at least a kick in the butt, right? We not going to say beat her ass. No, but she, she deserves never a Never hit a woman. Never hit a woman. Never hit a woman. You can just shake the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris Rock said you can't throw the shit out of her. <laughs> no, man, she is one of them stripper chicks that got saved. He was playing Captain Save on now it's coming back to bite him in the ass. That's what he gets. Oh, God, man. You know, that's... Hey, man, it really don't matter. Once that shit get physical <laughs> and people get out of, out of control, you got to make a decision. Yeah. If you're going to stay your ass there, you just got to deal with the craziness. Exactly. <laughs> Me, personally... As soon as you get out of line, I'm out. I'm exactly. That's simple. Wait, but she burnt your shit, though, bro. So, so you what you gonna do? Hit her and go to jail? No, I'm not. Well, maybe she's tired of his cheating ass. He does have know, a history he of he not being the, faithful. Uh, he, 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 he recording how he cheats. But he was cheating before she met him, though. She knew that she but knew yeah, he was she a cheater. Knew what, she knew what she was getting into, and he know what he's dealing with. Right. Yeah. Man, I'm glad y'all when, when two grown people get together, if you choose to stay because somebody cheated, you can't just keep bringing it up over and over again. Yeah. You got your <laughs> damn fault. Stay or leave. <laughs> hey, okay, but my question is this: Does she at least get a kick in the ass from a guy? I mean, can we keep, can we at least kick her in the ass? Hell no, we burn her shit too. We can burn up. <laughs> you said what, dog? She did five months here, shit. Anyways. <laughs> All right, and just Instead for the record, weave on fire. And just for the record, we're not saying attack a woman at all. I'm just throwing no. it out there. No, I'm just throwing it out there. Is that a possibility of something that can go down? What else you got, no, Kate? What I'm saying is, I mean, we're talking about material things, man. Yeah, I know. Me and you had this discussion. Forget you it. get it again. You can always get it again. Leave her ass. Yeah, but you know, you. But she burned your Jordans, though, man. You know, you I got... fuck about no Jordans, man. I know, man, but she... Gosh, man, that's terrible. What about that $10,000 bad boy coat that he got from Diddy? Yeah. How do you get that again? Yeah, that's true, man. And then Stevie J... Yeah, ain't gonna do his ass no good in, in jail, listen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> like I said, hey, like I said, on this show, Joe Dirt is the dirty one. Belly is the cool one. Said is the funny one. D is the is. Can I call you a whore or no? Okay, never mind. Anyway, cousin Lamar handles complaints. Big Dog is the knowledgeable one. We need one on there. We every show needs one. He is the one. What you say, dog? That's to be the quote of the week. He ain't gonna do him nothing in jail, right? Hey man, we we losing too many of our young men behind bullshit. That's right. If you got in the hustle about yourself, you can get material things again. There you go, big dog. Leave that chick alone. My man, I love, that's why I love big dog. I love y'all, man. <laughs> go ahead, Kayla, what else you got? So Tashina Arnold has sent her husband's sex tape to his whole family in a group chat. I love, <laughs> I heard this story. So Tina Arnold's husband has made a sex tape and she sent the whole, uh, the whole sex tape to his whole family. So pretty much she has been with him for three years and he's been cheating on her throughout the whole relationship pretty much. So he'll go and he'll raw dog these hoes, record himself having sex and think he's going to get away with everything. So she has seen the tape 
decided to send it to his whole family. She's also going on and listing about 20 women that she knows and is, you know, pretty much snitching him out to his family. Yeah. Calling them Kim Kardashian wannabes and everything. So she's went to the media and told everybody that she's going to be filing for a divorce very soon. Um, he's a assistant basketball coach at St. John University, and oh, he's really? actually on the side of saying, you know, well, this is a private matter for me and my wife, and I choose not to comment any further at this time. Boy, bye. How the hell you gonna sit up here and make a sex tape? A whole sex tape with somebody other than your wife. Well, Kayla, my, and now you wanna be well, private. Well, 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 Kayla, my question is to you is, this, why they gotta be hoes? Why, 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 you, why you had to call them hoes like that, man? You, you don't it ain't like these bitches don't know when a nigga's married. But you didn't. You don't know them girls like that, Kayla. You didn't have to Man, call them hoes. Listen, Kayla, I these... think I think you should apologize to all those girls because you, you didn't no. have to. You didn't have to call them hoes like that. Because I no. okay, you had to prove that they're whores. Because how do you, no, you know? No, I don't. How did you know they were whores? If you know somebody is married and you still proceed to have sex with him. But you don't know what he don't told them hoes. <laughs> Man, listen, she don't know they nobody's secret. Yeah, but them buckshots is, so you know. Nah, that was might have on... told them something about that, and they might believe it. You know, nope. Mark did a good job. <laughs> nope. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. I was hoping that you brought this story up, Kayla, because I thought this was hilarious. Oh my gosh. Uh, we don't talk about other people's podcasts and other people's shows, but did y'all hear Charlemagne the God's uh, take on this on this subject. This was funny as hell. Uh, I can't repeat it. I'm not good at repeating. Whoever, whoever didn't hear, whoever didn't hear. But he's right, guys. You cannot get caught like this. Now look, unlike Joe Dirt, I don't uh, approve of men cheating on their wives. I'm not gonna go that route. But if you are gonna cheat on your wife, you do not have to make it a sex tape. Why would you videotape and you know you're in the wrong? Now, I understand, like, someone like 50 Cent, he says he never sleeps with a woman without recording it because just in case she tried to play that rape card or she he took something from her or whatever like that. Why are you worried about fucking bitches if you feel like they're going to act like that? You uh, fucking with the wrong one. Well, I, I know, but you know, you got to... Well, he don't care about the bitches. He just care about the pussy, so he can do it anyway <laughs> yeah. you want. Whoa. <laughs> Well, uh, well, well, we just keeping it real. Now you talking about something? He work if he know that she gonna act like that. He don't care how she gonna act as long as he know that he gonna get up in there. He can let her go. Uh, your response, Kayla, is he just clearly trying to cover his ass. That's so smart irritating. man. Smart man. Don't, no. Okay, so so let y'all make a sex tape with a side bitch. And then your wife sends it to your family. What you gonna do? How's your reaction gonna be? Well, that, like, like I said, oh, well, I wouldn't know because I ain't married. So I'm sorry for them <laughs> niggas. <laughs> but, <laughs> but look, I tell you what, man. If they took the money aspect out of all these uh, uh, accusations, you know, like if you wanna charge somebody with a crime or whatever, whatever it is, if you take the money out of it, mm-hmm. I think shit go differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I, I I just don't understand why would a married man record himself doing something, and you know you got something to lose, you which is a lot. Your family, your your wife, your potential money and shit. Why would you record yourself? Now, first of all, let me clear this up. Why would you cheat on your wife? Number one, how does that sound? <laughs> number two, 
Why would you record it? That's crazy. Why would too you comfortable with what you was doing? Exactly. Exactly. Alcohol and drugs. Right. Yeah. You, like you said it was like, yeah, and, and Kayla, you said it was like 20 of them that he got caught up with? Or yeah, that she knew of, that she knew of. See, that that alone right there is like, dude, been doing it for so long. Like, it's just second nature. Like, he ain't worried about it. Like, yes. My question is, why she stayed knowing he didn't cheat with 20 women? Yeah. Exactly. And <laughs> yeah, now trying to act like she's too big. I guess 19 was just, hey, that was it. That was a straw that broke the, she could deal with 19. <laughs> but that 20, that was a straw that broke the camel's back. It was that Kim Kardashian looking out. So that actually has me going into my question of the day. Okay. Um, I want to know why do men think that it's okay to cheat, lie, manipulate the women that they quote unquote love, Ooh. but let the tables be turned, the shoe on the other foot, the woman has cheated. Why would we, why is it okay for us to take you back? But y'all wouldn't. It's gonna be the end of the world. Oh, okay. I, all right. I'm gonna answer this if it is is as if I was a single man. Okay. And I like this question today, Kayla. I love the, the new stuff that you bring to the show. I'm gonna answer this question the best way I can. Um, first of all, everybody that says men and women are equal, that's bullshit. Men and women are not equal. Okay. I can punch Joe in the face and he will punch me back. If I punch a woman in the face, she's not gonna be able to punch me back, at least not right away. Men and women are not equal. There's no such thing as a woman that's equal to a man. Uh, a woman does not have side pieces. All these women talk about, I got a side piece. No, you don't. You have a bunch of niggas that you're fucking and that's all they wanted to do with you in the first place. A woman does not have a side piece. A woman cannot, a woman dick doesn't, a woman pussy doesn't, well, I don't know, let me say it. A, a man's dick gets hard with the, the the temperature changing. A man a man can get an erection, and like I said, this segment is sponsored by Hennessy, so excuse me a little bit. But men and women are not the same. Okay, men can jump in a piece of p u s s y and get out of it and go on about their day, and there's no emotional connections to it. A woman has to prepare herself for sex. All right, a woman lays up, spreads herself out, and is thinking, has thought about this from the beginning, that she knows a man is trying to get sex. A woman has to let that, unless she's being taken, you know what, somebody else take take over from where I'm, you guys know what I'm trying to say, somebody else take over. I mean, man, really it's simple. It's always gonna be a double standard. Yes. Everything. And the reality is, most men put females up on a certain pedestal yeah. until they present themselves differently. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, it, it, just, it is what it is. I mean, it's one of them deals where, uh, which you know, CB, we talked about this a while back. Yeah. I always say, don't dish out nothing you can't take, right? That's true. But uh, with guys, man, it's. it's it's all physical, you know what I'm saying? There's really no emotions involved. There's no time. emotions. It's all physical. Let me let, let me break it down to you like this. Kayla, you are a very talented person. I love the way you sound. I love the fact that you actually one of the few people on this show that actually does research for this for this podcast. But let me tell you something like this. If you weren't good looking, you wouldn't I wouldn't have brought you on. Alright? That's just the man in me. I'm a guy. I'm a typical guy. Alright? I like 
I like having pretty women around me. I married a beautiful woman. I'm gonna. I, I'm trying to raise a beautiful woman. It's all about, like the dog says, we we're all about the visual. All right. So it, I tell my wife this shit all the time. She thinks because she got two, she got two degrees and all that stuff that that's what made her successful. I said, Nah, you're good looking too. Good looking, being good looking has a lot to do with success for a woman. I don't care what any person wants to say. Being good looking takes you a long way. That's the double standard in life. I didn't make the rules. I just abide by them. That's my opinion on that. D, I want to know how you feel about it, brother. Well, with the whole good looking thing, I guess you didn't make the cut. But anyway, <laughs> so, I don't know, man. But hold on, hold on. Before me cut you off. See, as a man, I don't have to be good looking to have a beautiful woman. Let's, let's sum up this segment. It's, it's one word. It's emotion. Women got emotion. And, you know, more so, that's, that's what's tied into all of this when it comes to women, more so than men. Men, we got our mind focused on one thing and one thing only, and then that is very simple. All right? So all this booger stuff and everything. Look at Jay-Z. He got Beyonce. He a damn booger. Look at Meek Mills. He got Nicki Minaj. She a damn booger. Uh, so you're right. It's about money and everything with some when it comes to boogers. Because, but when it comes to women and all that, if because, you love me, it don't matter. Because like they say, women want one one thing, no, all things from one man. A man wants one thing from all women. It's just like D said, it's all about emotion. Yeah. Man don't have no emotion about it, women get emotion. Yeah, it's 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 no emotion. Once a woman gives up, you know, gives up that sex. Yeah. It becomes an emotional thing. It's almost like it's almost like masturbation. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, like no, I think women need to understand this when it comes to sex. A lot of times, it's just about getting that one thing off, and after that, mo most men are through with you. Okay, okay. Think about it like this: Say a woman loves you, all her emotions, all of her emotions are invested in you, but the sex is mediocre, and she's just not satisfied. Yeah. So she has her side piece who gets okay. her right whenever she needs to okay. be got right. She doesn't have a side piece. She doesn't have. It. She has emergency dick in the glass, but she doesn't have a side piece. That a side. She doesn't have a side piece. She. She, she gets fucked every now and then, but she doesn't have a You'd side. You'd be surprised how many guys are okay with being... Yeah, all guys are okay with that. That's the thing. What's the... That's what's the your, as long as they don't know. Yeah, all guys are okay with just saying, hey, all I want you to do is come by and fuck. Well, that's all we wanted to do anyway. It's a real woman that can change a man to say, hey, you know what? After we get done fucking, I think I might want to take you to eat. Hey, you know what? I think I might want to take you home to mom. Hey, I think I might want to meet you, take you, let you meet my kids. That's all a man wants to do with you in the first place is fuck. So, like, it's 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 like to convince a woman that hey, you know what I'm saying, all I want from you is sex. A woman will say, that's all you want from me. I'm more to you. I'm more than just a piece of ass. I'm more. If you tell a guy that, a guy will be like, well, that's cool. Just don't tell my girl that we got this that got this setup going. That's that's a guy for you. That's how we are built. That's how we are made to think. A woman, you have to, you know, convince. And that's why I said women don't have side pieces. They just get dick every now and then. And that's all a guy wants to give you in the first place. That's just my opinion. You know, somebody else might think different, but that's my opinion. We all think different from UCB. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Big Dog, are you telling me Big Dog? You, you know, am I I'm saying you need a little help explaining yourself right now because you're making this basically it's always going to be on an individual basis. Okay. You see what I'm saying? You're about to lose your sponsors. And, and most, most guys, and I'm not going to say most guys, 
But if a guy has no interest in being in a relationship, most guys not, don't. <laughs> he's not gonna be a side piece. Most guys don't have any, uh, don't want to be in a relationship. But it, it takes that woman to be that type of woman to say, "Hey, I'm more to you than that." Look at Steve. I disagree because I know a lot of emotional guys. So that statement that don't hold no ground. Okay, to me. okay, that's the that's the exception to the rule. But most guys, eighty percent of the guys, are, are just regular guys. They just want a piece of sex and, and keep it moving. But it takes a woman, the right woman, to come into a man's life and say, hey, I'm going to show you that I'm worth more than just these other... Everybody can put a skirt on, B. Everybody can have a thong on. Everybody can wear high heels. Everybody can put the makeup on and look good. I'm going to show you that it's more behind all that, all the visual that you see. It takes, a, it takes a certain type of woman to be able to show that man that, especially a man that's, that's used to getting it like he's been getting it. That's what I'm trying to say. So, like, to tell me you you gonna be my side piece? All right, whatever. That's all. That's all a man wants from you in the first place. That's what I'm trying to say. If you tell if you tell a man all I'm gonna do is just have sex with you, and I don't want nothing else to do with you, tell me what man is gonna turn that down. But if you tell oh, a man, woman, not like that, though, CB. That's the exception to the. That's the exception to the. It's rule. always an exception. Yeah, but that's the, But that's not the rule, though. The rule is a man just wants. A piece of ass and keep it moving. That's the rule. How's that a rule? I mean, that's not the rule, but that's just the way of life. That's all a man really wants. What well, a Hennessy really talking about? Man. Yeah, damn that Hennessy. I'm serious because I don't know what the hell CB talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's all off topic. I mean, he even changed the whole question. Right. See, I, this I, is I, what we need to say. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna call say it so we can get on. How, how did I? You change? know what? No, wait, hold on, hold on one second. Nobody hit on the point that Caleb made about. Why is it that guys get all in their feelings when it's the woman cheating? I, Just I like been, I said, I because most it. guys dish out shit that they can't take. Yeah. Is that so? A lot more stronger than men, and I don't think you guys like to admit that a lot. Uh, women are very strong. Uh, it's the fact that guys don't talk about their feelings. Yeah. Guys don't talk about their feelings. I mean, you could be feeling a woman. But you probably would never tell him. Maybe by some of the actions. It ain't even that. It's the fact that we got a damn ego. Ain't nobody supposed to do the shit that we doing. No, right. Tell him, D. Yeah. It's the truth. If somebody cheat on you out there doing your thing, you ain't even thinking twice about your woman. She back home doing it. She's back there waiting for your ass to come through. You ain't thinking twice about her having some dude running through it. And she can have three, four dudes running through it. But you ain't thinking because you're doing your thing. And your ego says that she at home in bed waiting for you to come home. When she be doing whatever the hell she want, and that's why we dumb as hell. We think that we, you know, we run this shit, but at the same time, no women, women got us played at the damn time because they out there hoeing just as bad as the next man. Exactly, women are hoeing, but we not hoeing when we doing that. When we yes, doing that, we, we, we being a man. No, that's, that's no. being a hoe too. No, no, we being, we just being men. We just being the same thing, CB. It's the same thing. Nah, we just being men. No, it's the same. Okay, thing. let me let me ask you this. Okay, I'm gonna prove it to you right here. Let me just prove this one point to you. When you look at when a man gets married, what do what what does his boy say to him? We're do, we're doing what? We're giving you a bachelor party. We're gonna bring fifty or sixty women, and we and you gotta get it in. Do whatever you gotta do to get it out your system because once you get married, it's only one woman. Now check this out. What goes on at a bachelorette party? They bring her what 
panties, all different types of panties and wigs and all this kind of stuff. Why? Because you got to flip it up and change it up because that man is so used to being with different women all his life and now all of a sudden now all of a sudden he only gets to have one woman and you got to satisfy you got to play the role of 30 women for that one man you know what I'm saying no so stop talking all men are not players no they're not okay so for you to sit here and say all men getting how they want to is a lie okay you got very few players okay they got some guys yeah, it's a difference between being a player and being a cheater. Right. A cheater is a guy that has a woman and tips out and trying to hide and, and tip around and get caught. Right. Break it down, a dog. Player, a player don't have to hide nothing. Yeah. I love it. It's a difference. That's true. That's true. But they both and have. It still goes back to you trying to make it seem like it's some unwritten rule, but it's not because you got very few men that are really men that are, I guess you could say a player or whatever to where they don't have to hide nothing. They're going to put it out there. Yeah. You got a point, big dog. I mean, I know what you're saying. Oh, you're going to buy another bottle of that nigga? I got you, man. <laughs> I got Joe, you, you should have took that bottle a long time ago because see me over there. Oh, I'm getting what are you talking about, man. I'm getting it. Hey, but okay, okay. Let me just let me just wrap this up. My part of it by just saying this. All I'm saying is that you tell a man. Wait, what was the question again, Kayla? Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's move on. All right, let's. All right, let's, all right, let's move on, Kayla. Shit that you can't take. Okay, I, I agree, but I also think that there's no such thing as a woman that has side pieces. Because how do you have a side? How, you don't have a side piece. You just getting you just getting dick. That's all it is. You don't have a side piece. A man has. Okay, a, so then what is a side piece to a man? If a side piece to a woman, her just getting dick from a nigga, you just getting pussy, or what is it? You getting okay. all the emotional attachment that comes. So the problem with you guys is you be making your little side bitches feel like they're the girlfriends too. No, so now you, you got a girlfriend yeah. and a wife. Yeah. Who does that? A baby yeah. mama. And all these bitches who have this emotional attachment to you, and that's why you keep getting caught the fuck up. Yeah, well, I agree. A lot of guys. Yeah, you had three dudes stuttering in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Kayla on this show. Okay, hey, let me, let me, you, you, you right in a way. So, yeah, dudes, I don't know about the whole getting caught up thing. So, the thing is, when dudes say side chick, you, you talk about a woman that's going to be there to fuck, but she also going to take care of you, too, if you got the right that's side chick. Look for. That's true. So, but if you messing with some cougars, then you ain't got the right side chick because she ain't gonna take care of your ass. She's just gonna be a piece of ass, and she gonna want you to take care of her. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Let's get back so we gotta wrap this segment up. Kayla, what was your original question? Because I really forgot. Why is it okay for a man to cheat and lie and manipulate and do all the things that a man does, and when a woman does it, when the shoe's on the other foot, it's the end of the world. Okay. Well, I put it to you like this. Like Big Dog said, a guy. Most guys cannot dish what they put out. Is, it, is that did I say that right, dog? Most guys can't take what they dish. Okay, that's what I said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a, that was great. I actually like that conversation. I actually we gotta do that some more. Yeah, that's why like guys kill over women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, see, see. Let me explain. Hey, Kayla, let me explain something to you real quick. The crazy part about this deal is, you know, every, you know, we always say that females are emotional, right? Yeah. All right, but the reality is. Guys are emotional too. We are. But we think we can do what we want to do. 
Yeah. And we can't take it. Yeah, that's true. Me personally, I don't believe in dishing out nothing you can't take. And, and let me say this to you, Caleb. That thing that you got that all women have between their legs, that thing right there, that thing is so powerful. And, and, and men love that thing so much that it has started wars. It has started, it broken up families. It has, it, it, has, it has lost money. Money has left the house. A dick come a dime a dozen, but some good P-U-S-S-Y, God, ugh, I love that stuff. Man, I'm telling you right now. That's a big difference. That, that's the answer to your question right there, Caleb. A, a dick come a dime a dozen, but some good P-U-S-S-Y, ugh, ooh, ooh. I gotta tell you, boy. To answer that question, the guys that get all up in their feeling once they get caught up, nine times out of 10, they weak. Yeah. And, and D know what I'm talking about. D still out there enjoying life, being single, and you know. Why y'all keep calling me out on this, man? Because <laughs> you, you're the single man in, in the group, right? I, yeah, I'm the one that ain't got a ring, and I still own my balls, but still, you know, I mean, man, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Hey, all right, that was Kayla with the news and the question of the day. Kayla, that was great. I loved it, enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be right back with more Inside the Cave. We got the Uga of the Week. The dirt sheet, couple complaints from Lamar, but more nothing more important than the cave crush of the week with the beautiful from Chicago, D Strawberry. God, I love this stuff. You're on the number the one cave. show inside the cave on iTunes. Yo, this is Joe Dirt, the host of the Dirt Sheets, the best segment on any podcast. Stay tuned for another classic dirt sheet coming up. Matter of fact. Don't even waste your time. Just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show and you can hear the best person on this podcast, which is me. When inside the cave. Inside the cave. Uh, heels on or heels off? Heels on. Oh! Songs or boy shorts? Songs. Oh. So what's your measurement? 36, 24, 40. Uh, sounds like a great locker combination. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. Thecavepodcast.com is where you can find us and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram, Inside the Cave. And when you listen to this episode with the Cave Crush segment we're doing, we brought it back. Make sure if you listen to us on iTunes, you give us a five-star or, or give us some kind of review whether you like the show or hate the show whatever it is go ahead and give us your feedback on itunes inside the cave podcast hey joe we bring it back to uh the cave crush gimmick you know what i'm oh boy, saying that's, oh it's that chance us, <laughs> got, us married guys get to talk to well i say i speak for myself us guys get a chance to talk to a bunch of beautiful women that Normally, would probably wouldn't even talk to us. Wouldn't even look our way or look my way. Probably yeah, look your way. They probably they probably wouldn't look my way. But we get a chance because we got this thing called a podcast. We get a chance to talk to them and get to know them a little bit better. Now, let me just clarify this: to be a cave crush on Inside the Cave, you don't necessarily have to be an Instagram model or. A, published model or bikini model or underwear model that just speeds up the vetting process on our end if you are one so the more pictures you got of yourself in uh 
uh, in less clothing helps us out when we decide to choose which. Uh, exactly. There you go. And I got to tell you, it's good. The way to bring this show back, to bring this segment back, is to start right at home in Chicago. I saw a very interesting woman on Instagram. I love Instagram. You love the internet. I love Instagram. And I saw this beautiful woman, and I got to say she's very beautiful. Uh, on Instagram, she's uh, actually friends with uh, someone we had on the show beforehand, uh, Miss Leo. She oh, yeah? Like, yeah, yeah. I seen her in pictures with her, and I was like, oh, wow, she really stood out. Miss you know? Leo's bad. Yeah, so you stand out around Miss Leo's, it means you bad, too. So I was like, man, I got to have her on the show. So I was like, man, I reached out to her. She quickly obliged. She had, I want her to talk about her characteristics, what makes her so difficult. I haven't seen a model that looks like her. I want to bring her on the show. Welcome to Inside the Cave, the beautiful, from Chicago, Miss D. Strawberry. D. Strawberry. Hi. Hey, how, how you, you guys doing? Oh, yeah, good. Not as good as you. Wow. Hey, uh, D. Let me <laughs> let, let, let me let me let me just ask this question right off the bat, and maybe and Joe might get mad because these type of questions he had is: Did he call yourself yeah. D. Strawberry because you taste like strawberries, or is it? Oh <laughs> no, it's actually because I was born natural. I'm a natural born redhead. Oh. The name kind of just came with the territory. Oh, okay, okay. okay. See, I told you, Joe. <laughs> I told you that, man. All right, these strawberries. Uh, okay, let me kick this off by saying this too, because I looked on your Instagram. By the way, your Instagram is d. Your Instagram is d underscore strawberry, and uh, it says that you are your daughter's mother's first. So I want to say congratulations, salute to you on being a mother. That gimmick never gets old. Shout out to all the moms out there, the beautiful moms. I got one by my side, beautiful mom that keeps. Stan being a mother, but also keeps looking good at the same time. That gimmick never gets old. So salute to you for that. Uh, thank you, thank you. How do you how do you keep your, how do you keep yourself looking so good and, and then you know working that parent gimmick too? You know. <laughs> well, uh, personally, I try to take some time to go to the gym and keep my hair done. And- Now let me let me describe you, and you can describe yourself if anything did I miss. But uh, you have you have red hair and you have freckles. That stood out to me. Your red hair and yeah. freckles. Uh, <clears throat> now we have somebody on the show that actually uh, he's not here today, and he's gonna be mad that we're actually talking to you without him. But he has red, sort of red hair and a lot of freckles. As a matter of fact, his son is red hair with freckles too. And and we're and we're, all, and we're constantly always trying to find his family. Uh, <laughs> any, any kings in your family? No, no, any kings? No. Anybody with the last name King? Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so I guess you're not related no. to him. Now, no. uh, so when you, how, how how long have you been modeling? Um, I'm actually I actually started in 2008. When I was a freshman in college, and it's been a long process to get to where I've gotten to. So it's been from, you know, just starting with like, you know, I started with just 
photographer that I was introduced to and, you know, just doing my own research. I never really had, like, a manager till recently, you know, when I just started back modeling. I've been, not, you know, getting some help from um, Brian Flynn, which he, you know, photographed me, but he also helped manage, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now, but... Um, it's really it's been a long process and y'all don't even understand <laughs> I don't see so much and just you know trying to get to the right and to find my own casting call and you know talk to like people without like you know trying to, it, it's hard trying to be a model and get into this industry without taking the easy way because besides modeling I also work a full time job yeah. Well, what what is the easy so, what is the easy way of getting into modeling for everybody who wants to take? The I easy way? feel like it's a lot of girls that get into it by you know they go beyond like the standard oh this is a job they go to you know the artist and try to get on mm. you know and I've seen it and I've seen it work but I just never wanted to be that girl like I feel like if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it with all respect for myself especially now that I'm a mom. Right, 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 right. Okay, oh. okay. What college did you go to? You mentioned college. Um, I went to Roosevelt University. I didn't finish there. I'm actually currently enrolled in uh, Oakton Community College, okay. finishing up, you know, some smaller classes before yeah. I complete my degree. So once I left Roosevelt, I ended up being at my job for this, this last six years. So I've been working full time. You know, being a mom, modeling, trying to, you know, do everything at once. So, you know, I'm going to school part-time and stuff like that. So, I just am getting back into school after having my daughter. So, kind of had to put that on the back end for a little bit. Exactly. So, you show all, you know, let everybody out that know there's brains behind the beauty. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Now, now, uh, being a, sorry about that, excuse me. Being a model, um. How, how do you feel about the girls that take the easy easy route and get into the business? And uh, how do you distinguish yourself from those girls? Well, for one, you know, I try not to have too much personal contact with, you know, like directors. And, you know, I try to have somebody behind me to kind of be that extra voice for me so that the conversation doesn't have to go beyond business, you know, because a lot of, a lot of dudes will try it, you know, a lot of people try it, and it's like, look, at the end of the day, I'm here for the money, I ain't here to, you know, I'm here to, to make, I'm trying to make this a career for myself to provide for my daughter, you know, so it's like, at the end of the day, I'm not gonna, I have a full-time job, so I don't have to, you know, take the easy way. Yeah. To get to my want, you know what I mean. Like I'll rather work my job before I give myself just to to pump myself up. I'll, I'll have more pride knowing that I made it without going that way than to you know make it knowing that I I did go that way. Right, right, right. Now, when you in the gym and at school and all the and, and at work, you being. Uh-huh the type of person you are you got a unique look to you you're beautiful uh how how hard is it for you to even just go to work or go to school or just do the mother thing like as the guys the guys are constantly the guys are constantly on you all day aren't they well yeah yeah. that's a constant battle (laughs) especially like host doing host things and you know 
yourself a pair of and stuff like that, like, you just do not get a break whatsoever. Mm-hmm. If always somebody has to pay your phone number, you know, it's always somebody trying to figure out where you're going to be at tomorrow. So, it's definitely a constant... <laughs> What's the what's, no. what's the worst pickup line you had? Um, I can't really say. I I mean, I'm pretty much I heard them all. Have you heard? Hey, have you heard this one? I, uh, I got a podcast. I like to have you on. Uh, could you come on on a Saturday? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's the first. Has, has that one ever? Has that one ever? Has that one ever worked? Because I got your number by doing it. Ah. Mm, yeah, for my manager because of the radio interview. So <laughs> I'm just joking. Kind of like uh, you had to do it. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking with you. Now, when, when you started off modeling, as far as like with uh, uh, like dealing with looking for the right photographer, have you ever had the uh-huh. bad experience of a guy just saying, "Hey, I'm a photographer and all this," and you come over there and he has and he has a, a good yeah. iPhone or a good tablet, and that's and that's how he plans on yeah, taking well, well, what I do is, like, when a photographer, you know, hits me up on Instagram or Facebook or something, what I do personally is, one, they have to have a website so they work. Right. Because that's the only way I'm going to believe that they, you know, an actual photographer. I'm all for up and coming, and I understand how that goes. But at the level I'm trying to go at, I, you know, I have standards, and I'm very picky about who I shoot with. So, you know, I do my research. I look at their work. I see, you know, I, look, I pay attention to their editing skills, and, you know, will a magazine accept this? Or, you know, are they able to shoot what I'm trying to, you know, put myself in? So that's that's how i get that done all right i seen i seen a latest photo shoot i think it was you leos uh brooke and somebody else maybe in the uh the christmas thing you guys did oh yeah i seen oh my gosh christmas never looked so good oh my gosh now thank you who who came up with that idea for you guys to do that i'm I'm glad you liked it yeah well we liked it a little bit too much uh we got it one of us got in trouble for looking at it uh who came up with that idea to, to, to do that um, it was actually Brian, the photographer, with his idea, and, you know, he kind of put it out there like he wanted to do a big 30 secret game photo shoot, but since it was around Christmas time, he was like Christmas game, and then, of course, you know, <laughs> since we already worked together here, he hit me up, and I was like, well, I think it would be nice if we had, you know, such and such model, just because I feel like it would make a statement, because, you know, like... Disney, Brooke, and, you know, um, even uh, Chaff, which is the other girl that shot with us, you know, we're all different yeah. models, we all have different looks, and, you know, and I just felt like, I was like, man, this would be dope, like, because, you know, people always think, like, oh, Chicago so much shade, like, girls don't even work together, and mm-hmm. the fact that we showed that we could come together, and, you know, like, create something like that, it just... Ended up working out. <laughs> right, right, right. A lot of people like this, so you know, so it feels good to know we can make it hot <laughs> during the summer, during the winter time. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so let me ask you this, because you just said you you should you see Chicago girls working together. Who who are some of the uh, other than yourself? Who are the other models who you would say look out for like coming up? 
as long as you. Um, other models that's like going hard right now. Of course, you know, Leo, she's she's doing an awesome job at you know just modeling and acting, and of course running her business. And then you know, Brooke, she's doing her own thing. Uh, Chap, she's an awesome model. Um, I mean. I'm trying to think. It's, it's a lot of models. <laughs> it's a lot of models today. Yeah. But the ones that are like really, you know, trying to make it that I know those would be, you know, some of the top ones. Yeah. Now, now, where could where could us guys who who don't normally get a chance to see women like you? Where where could we go to see women like you at? Like where where could we like bump into these strawberry? At? Like just randomly out. Well, I mean, like, you know, what with your events and stuff like that, you know, what you be doing, you know, where could a guy like oh, you me. want <laughs> Well, me, yeah, I like, on outing times, like, I like being downtown. That's, like, my favorite zone. Like, anything downtown, and it sounds like a good time, that's me. Like, for instance, I'll actually be hosting this Sunday at Graffiti, um, you know, for Brian's 6-year anniversary um, of being a photographer. Um, that's actually a nice place, especially during the summertime. They have, like, really nice... Um, Day parties, um, light is a nice place. Like, you know, but don't get me wrong, I like my, you know, little electric clothes every now and then. Oh, I like, okay. you know, the strip clothes every now and then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, now, uh, Playboy is gone now, so there's no really nude photography like that, professional nude prof- photography. But if there was like a type of a Playboy type magazine, would you do nude photography? Um, if I was to do it, it wouldn't be like Playboy, so it would be more, you know, more tasteful and more of like a natural, I, I, I couldn't see myself doing anything Playboy-ish, like that's not really, like people, you know, the, the reason why I try not to shoot like a lot of glamour and lingerie, because honestly, that's not really the direction that I'm t- trying to go in. I feel like there's so many models going in that direction, and I have... You know, I've been to agencies and I've been to, you know, I have a look that can expand into fashion and, you know, just regular, you know, like just hire a model that's the way what I feel like is hire a model. And that's what I'm, you know, trying to focus on. So, none of us guys probably won't be seeing you naked no time soon. No, no. no. <laughs> if anything, the closest thing you'll see is probably even more lingerie or something. And that's good. That's pretty good. Are you doing an event in Dallas pretty soon? Um, I'm not doing an event in Dallas. I actually got booked out there to. Um, there's a company out there called Donna's. I don't know if you heard of it. They're actually pretty big. On um, she has an actual store in the gala in Dallas, and um, you know she she does really big events, really big fashion shows. So she's been asking me for a while to come out there and be a model for her you know, her shoes and her clothes, so I actually got booked out there to do that. Um, and while I'm out there, I actually have a photo shoot with another um, really good photographer that I've been trying to work with for a long time, so. That's what's up, right? I have a few things going out there. All right, now, you, you on twi- you're on Twitter, Instagram. Can you give everybody your Twitter and your Instagram? Yeah, my Twitter, my Instagram, I actually, all my accounts are actually the same. My Twitter, my Instagram, my Snapchat are all um, D underscore strawberries. D, D, that is D, E, is that underscore strawberry, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question about you working now. Now, um, do you work out every day? 
every day? No, I still take like two days off. Two days off, okay. Now you got a trainer or you just got your own regimen that you just follow? Or? No, I actually work with the trainer. Um, if I'm not in the gym with her, then she kind of just gives me like routines to do. <clears throat> but for the most part, I try to work out her as much as I can. I have goals I'm trying to be. I'm trying to, you know, be all the way fit. <laughs> right, 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 right. Man, I tell you what, I, what's what's one of your favorite photos that, now nah, it sounds perfect, what's one of your favorite photos that you've done? If you had to say, like, if, if you had to say your go-to, um, if you One of my photo. favorites would have to be a recent shit I did with Chris Ellis. Okay. Um, it was Chris Ellis. Um, I had a makeup artist. Now, is that on your Instagram? Yeah, it's okay, on my Instagram. Cool, cool, it's actually cool. one of them is my profile picture. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I think if we're talking about the same one, I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, when you're dealing with makeup mm -hmm. artists, they don't never, like, make a mistake and, like, because, you know, I don't know how this makeup stuff works. I tell, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know how it works, but, like, do they ever try, do they ever make a mistake and, like, cover up some of your best points, you know, trying to put too much makeup on, you have to go through all that, or... Is, no, they usually will ask me first, like, do I want my freckles covered? Usually it's not up to me, it's up to, when I get booked for shoots and stuff, it's, you know, usually with the photographer, and it depends on what kind of look they're going for. Sometimes I have to get my freckles covered up because that's not the look that they need, you know, like, but, but, my freckles can't be in everything. Really? I mean, that's you, know, you though. That's, right? But that's but, you. But, but, yeah, sometimes you might have to face for something, but some features just might not work for you know, the vision that they're trying to create. So, I mean, sometimes it has to happen, but, you know, it's, it's all a form of art. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. All right. That's cool, that's cool. All right, so what, what other events you got going on? Anything you got popping that you want to talk about or anything you want to let people know about? Well, um, I can't kind of talk about it, but I'm actually going to be re getting ready to start filming for a reality show here in Chicago. Oh, um, really? It'll be featuring me and six other women, um, me, Sydney Star, Jara, um, Little Dirt Baby Mama, She Keeps Baby Mama. I can't give details on names yet. Okay. Um, it's, it's, you know, two other girls, whatever. But just know it's something that y'all don't want to watch. Okay, okay, I know you can't give away everything, but you said Sydney Star. She's that girl that used to be a boy, but now is a girl, right? I, is that the one we're talking about? Right. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. I think I think I've interviewed her before in, in the past. Sydney Star. Okay. Now, she was. In, I thought she was in another reality show. Um. She. I believe she was featured on a reality show, but not as like a member. It was kind oh. of like one of those. Um. I think it was called Boss or something like that. Oh. Okay. Which is a show about like you know. Big thing that like plastic surgery, you know, oh, okay. about to happen or something like that. But okay. yeah, um, I'm actually, you know, uh, 
been in the same environment. She seems like a sweet person. Like I don't pass no judgment, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, you, you, y'all ain't gonna be fighting. Are you gonna be? You, you don't seem like the type of girl that's gonna be fighting. Are you gonna be fighting? On oh my gosh! I mean, everybody say that. People don't understand. Like in reality, like you know, I was always raised. You don't have to, you know, act like what you was raised up. But I was actually like born and raised in the park day. But you know what? It seems like it seems like whenever you get a bunch of people together, there's gonna be arguments and you know, like you said, ratchet. You're dealing with a bunch of women and they feelings and stuff like that. I honestly know what's gonna happen during the show, but I just want to be entertaining. It's a group of women that they got to the show. It's a whole bunch of different personalities, so I can only imagine how it's gonna go. I tell you what, you gotta come back on and tell me more about it when whenever you get clearance to tell about it. Oh, most definitely. Because because what you just told me right now, I'm already interested. I don't even do reality shows like that, but what you but what you just said it got me interested yeah, no more though. yeah it's got me interested even more yeah, D strawberry D strawberry D strawberry make sure you check her out on her instagram D underscore strawberry and joe strawberries for the color of her hair okay brother that's right uh, all right yeah. for now <laughs> for now okay there you go there you go D strawberry hey uh, i asked you this before uh, if I ask for your measurements, uh, uh, is that okay to say that? Yeah, that, no, of course, okay, that's right. fine. Right. I'm 36, 27, 38. 38. Oh, man, that 38. That's a nice measurement. That is nice. As, as, my, as our co-host, Veli, would say, those sound like a great locker combination. Oh, man. <laughs> Like that's funny. That is real. I can't take credit for that joke. That is Veli Vel. I take credit. If I took credit for it, he was like, hey, you're using my pickup line, brother. You know, I don't want to do that to him. But uh, seriously, man, you're a beautiful girl. D Strawberry, straight from Chicago. I can't wait to see this reality show she's talking about. I wish you all the success and everything that you do. Thank you for coming on Inside the K. Everybody, follow her on Inside the I mean, on D, at D Strawberry. Instagram. This show will be up. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. Uh, D Strawberry, th thank you for coming on. No, no problem. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, stay, right. stay warm out there. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. ACB, hey, you're going to love this one. 2002. My boy Scarface hooked up with Joe Boy, Jay Z, and Benny Siegel. Guess who's back? This week on Big Dog's Country Rap Team. The boy face up and baseline, baby. Welcome to New York City. It's your boy, Young Ho. Kanye West on the track. Shot Town. What's going on now? Can I talk to y'all for a minute? Let me talk to y'all for a minute. Just give me a minute of your time, baby. I don't want much. Let me talk to these motherfuckers. Guess who's Bizak? You still smell a crack in my clothes. Don't make me have to relapse on these hoes. Take it back out the tax and the roll. When I was hugging it, niggas couldn't do nothing with it. Straight from the oven with it. Came from the dirt. I emerged from it all without a stain on my shirt. You could blame my old earth for the shit she instilled in me. Still with me. Pain plus work. Shit, she made me milk this game for all this work. That's right. These niggas can't fuck with me. I'm calling guts every time. Drag my nuts every time, homie. We make a great combination, don't we? Me in the face, small. Every time we face off, face it, y'all. Y'all niggas playing basic ball. I'm on the block like I'm eight feet tall. Homie, I'm in the drop with the AC off. That's why the streets embrace 
me, dog. I'm so cool. Guess who's back? Back on the block with the hoes. Face bar, black mittens and hoes. Don't make me collapse. Back to the block with the hoes. Cause the street shit is all I know. From the womb to the tomb, a hot pot of joy and a spoon. Trying to make me 40,000 and move. Motel, star studded, rock stars and goons. Plain clothes wanna run in my room. But nigga, guess who's been Zach? It's your boy, Face Marv. Started with an eight ball. Gotta get this cake, dawg. Give niggas a break, nah. You know how the game go. Fuck, you think I slang for to Go against the grain. No, I'm out here grinding. All right, it's time for one of our second favorite moment of the show. It's time for an international D's Uga of Let's the week. describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. The definition of Uber is pretty much an ignorant, uh, uh, unattractive, not knowing how to act individual. And it can usually be of a certain persuasion. Female with a disease of character and attitude. If you will, a snob. However, some ghetto chick from the west side, south side of Chicago. <laughs> and how many of these ghetto chicks have you slept with? <laughs> my memory doesn't jog back that far. Once again, you said women aren't what? Ain't shit. What's my favorite word? And these are the opinions strictly of people. What you got, brother? Alright, so Kayla mentioned earlier this Powerball, that was all the hype this week. Everybody was playing the Powerball trying to get trying to get the cash in on some cash. But some fool decided to spend all her damn money, her life savings or whatever you want to call it, on uh on, on Powerball. Now, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure she can go out and make some more money, but uh, because her name is Cinnamon the Cold, so I'm thinking she's a stripper with a name like that. Now wait a minute, D. Now wait, a, wait, wait one minute. So, are, are you sure you're gonna say that anybody with the? I know a lot of girls with the name Cinnamon, and they're not strippers. They're beautiful girls. They could be strippers, but they're not strippers. They're called exotic dancers. Okay, well, this Uga named Cinnamon Nicole decided to use up all her money on Powerball tickets. And now she's got the nerve to go out there and create a GoFundMe site so people can help support her habit of buying Powerball tickets. (laughs) What type of sh... That's some Uga shit right there. Every last one of y'all, if y'all don't claim Uga, you're going to claim it after this dumb shit. (laughs) (laughs) One in 292.2 million of a chances of winning. 1.6 billion. A lot of money. No ass gonna spend all your money on Powerball tickets just because you feel like you was gonna win. You dumb as hell. You deserve Uga of the week. Now, 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 D. There's a lot of people that have spent a lot. I put it to you like this: over the past two weeks, I spent over hundred and fifty dollars on uh, Powerball tickets. Uh, and guess what? Guess what, CB? This is where we eliminate all that that little thing that you created of race and everything. This ain't about race. Your ass is a Uber if you do some stupid ass shit like that. <laughs> D, just because I spent over $100 on lottery tickets doesn't make me a You spent 100, 100 of your wife's hard-earned money well, on wait, tickets. That's, that's just not right. That's not true, D. That's not true. I, I spent my what are you own, trying to say, D? I spent my own money on lottery tickets, and, 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 I, and I believed I had a good chance of winning like the rest of America. Now, you sure you want to call this woman an Uga just because she bought lottery Hell tickets? Hell yeah, she an Uga. You know why? Because she spent no, 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 all her no, no, goddamn she... money. And now she can't she get her ass home. She was an Uber for doing that. But then she created a GoFundMe site so she could have people support the fact that she went and did that dumb ass shit. Yeah, so, I read that shit. Call her Super Uber? So now she can't get home because she spent all her money on lottery tickets. Now she wants somebody to pay for her dumb ass to get home. Get the fuck out of here. But hold up. She, she, she actually raises some money, right? She, yeah, she, she raised like 800 bucks. 
Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's cool. If that's the case, we need to raise money. We gonna start a Vegas 2016 GoFundMe page. People just support people just to support them. Can Kayla, I get you some? Kayla, you should, and uh, make sure you put one of those uh one of your Instagram pictures on uh, saying that you need uh, uh that GoFundMe. $14.99. Yeah, don't worry about it. We got. Uh, so D, you sure you want to call this woman an Uga because? She bought lottery tickets. Hey man, this 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 was the easiest assignment of the week. I was done with this as soon as I saw the title of the uh, subject. So yes, this is my Uga. This might be the Uga of the month. That's just some dumbass shit. What's my favorite word? Um, now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K Podcast. Tell him something, Joe! When inside the game. What you got, Joe, for the dirt sheet, brother? Well, I can finally start paying attention to the show now. Yeah, man, that's this terrible. You never listen to the show unless yeah, it's your segment. And what's you said point? that the dirt sheets is his own entity, exactly. right? Exactly. Jesus Christ, that's terrible. So check this out. The headline reads, that I got off the internet, Mr. Ugly Pageant winner blasted for being too handsome. Uh, uh, say that again, Joe. The Mr. Ugly Pageant winner. They have a pageant called Mr. Ugly. Mm-hmm. And he was blasted because he won, but the people thought he was too handsome. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, there's a Mr. Ugly pageant in Zimbabwe. <laughs> this is the fourth annual Mr. Ugly pageant. How the hell do you find this? All right. Uh, there was the fans of the reigning champ who was upset because they guy didn't win. And they said there was cheating involved. Now, how the hell do you have to cheat to be ugly? I have no... <laughs> I have no idea. But the judge is, uh, chose the 42-year-old man named Myson Sarir, whatever the hell his name is. But uh, they decided that he had numerous front teeth missing and a wide range of grotesque facial expressions. That's why he won. Basically because he's ugly as hell. Ugly wow. is all in the uh, in the mind of the eye of the beholder. No, no, it's not. Uh, he beat the reigning champ from 2012. So this other guy been winning for about three or four years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after this guy lost, his fans mobbed the judges and said that uh, the other guy was too handsome to win and that his ugliness wasn't natural since it was based upon because he had missing teeth. Now, the previous one that said, check this out. This is our quote. I am naturally ugly. He is not. He is ugly only when he opens his mouth. Now, who in the hell calls himself ugly? I don't know. But uh, he was pissed off because he didn't win the $500. And I guess uh, you get some type of TV contract. You get to be ugly on TV. And the guy that won said that... uh, uh, they should just accept that he's ugly and that uh, he hopes to get a TV contract and he already been going around the school, different schools performing 
and showcasing his ugliness. Man, who competes to be ugly? Exactly. Hey, who hey, competes hey. to be ugly and then loses to somebody who's prettier? <laughs> <laughs> now, check this out. The guy who uh, originally started the pageant. Hey, yo, this motherfucker say, hold on, goddamn it, I'm uglier than you. Yeah, I'm uglier than you. I'm pissed off because I didn't win because I'm uglier. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Is this a true story? This is a true story. Oh, yeah. my God. Now, the guy who started the pageant originally started the pageant because he wanted the stigma removed from the word ugly. Yeah. And he said, looks are God-given, and we should be proud of who we are. Now, it was 36 <laughs> people. You know, it's when it first started, it was five, and now, now it's up to about 36 people who uh, all claim that they the ugliest person in the world. Mm -hmm. So, that's what's going on in Zimbabwe. They got ugly pageants. I know a few people who probably get into that. Oh, uh, CB. <laughs> hey, man. I happen to think, God, you guys got to see this picture. I need everybody to Google what Joe is talking about and see the pictures of, of, of these ugly people. Oh, my God. No, I thought it was cool. Hey, man said, look, I am naturally ugly. How many people have you ever heard say that? <laughs> I just can't figure out how this dude get pissed off. So got somebody to say that. <laughs> 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 you ain't ugly enough. <laughs> That's some, That's some crazy shit. All right, Joe. So, so who's the sponsor? Who's well, the sp I really don't have a sponsor this week, but uh, I went... And digging into the, you know, like some stats and things. I got my own stat fact. You got your own stat fact. I got my own stat fact. Okay, and by Since the way, close. And by the way, stat facts and Lamar's uh, complaints comes to the first week of every month of the show. Uh, stat facts with me and said, and Lamar's complaints comes the first week of every show. Go ahead, Joe. All right, thanks. Don't ever cut me off again. Sorry about that, uh, <laughs> Mr. Dirt Cheeks. It won't ever happen again. All right. Now, since this, since Black History Month is coming up soon, okay. now I went and you know, did some research on different innovative things. You know, I wanted to put some people out there, you know, so we can support and salute all the people who have done things to help promote black history. Okay. How about that? Okay. So I ran across this, which I thought was real original. On January 16th, 1825, one Double R Monroe, who we know as the big dog. <laughs> oh God. You know, I didn't give his full governmental out there, but he became the first black person ever to ice something out. Oh my God. Now, if you don't know what ice something out, that means you put diamonds on something. <laughs> So, because you know a lot of black people out there, you know, like young kids, like the ice out the wash no, or the chain. You said this happened in 18... 1825. 1825? Yeah. Big dog. Yeah. Okay. The dog right. was 25 years old. Oh, okay. You want to know what he iced out? <laughs> what did he ice out? The dog iced out the shoulder strap of his cotton picking bag. <laughs> <laughs> Where he got the diamonds from, I don't know. Oh, man. Jeez. I don't know. You know, maybe smuggling men when they brought them from Africa. <laughs> Which in case, if he did that, then he'd be the first black person that would smuggle something to the U.S. But on this day, you know, in black history, like to salute one of the great innovators, the big dog, Roll Tide, baby. <laughs> Roll Tide, big dog. Roll Tide. Uh, yeah, let, let me, Jesus Christ, Joe, you know Joe. Anyway, uh, I want to say this, though. Uh, happy birthday, belated birthday, to the man we call... Big, the dog big dog on this show. Uh, happy belated birthday to Big Dog. He was missed. This is his first show of 2016. 
And I want to say happy birthday to my big brother, Big Dog. Now, Caleb, this is your first time actually meeting Big Dog. Let me tell you something about Big Dog on this show. Big Dog has helped out, uh, I would say the majority of us, but definitely me, by being a big brother that, that we all needed. And he all, just like you heard on this show, he always comes through with knowledgeable Stat facts. Dog it's, makes the sense. Yeah, he makes he makes sense. Now the one thing now the one thing that he that we don't talk about enough is that the fact he's from the South. Now you're from the West Coast and we're all from the Midwest, but he's from the South and he has a hard time adjusting to <laughs> <laughs> this normal life we call. You know, he he like this whole FaceTiming and then being on a podcast. Like they don't have that kind of stuff in the South, so he's. He's having a hard time adjusting to all this stuff. But he's doing pretty good. Wouldn't you agree, Kayla? I would say so. Yeah, okay, good, good, good. From what I can tell, yeah. I'm actually going to give you clowns a pass today. We're going to have that conversation when the dog is in studio. <laughs> now, big dog. Now, how does it feel that that you made uh, Joe Dirt's dirt sheet as a as a sponsor? Eighteen sixty five. I mean, eighteen twenty five. I mean, uh, Joe said you were twenty five back then. Hey man, it basically what it means is you know what I'm saying I've been stunned for a long time. There you go. <laughs> you, I, you, I, what, what, yeah. what, did he, what did he ice out, big uh, Joe Joe Dirt? Oh, the uh, shoulder strap. The shoulder strap for it, so he can uh, pick cotton in yeah. style. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how is it that the dog can manage to look younger than you two game bankers. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Hey, look. I, I'm a street hey, motherfucker. Hey, I think I look pretty good to I be 35. I look 25 years old. I think I look good to be 35. You know, I, I think I look pretty good. I don't know. That's from all the hog moths you was eating back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that stuff. Joe Dirt, Dirt Sheets, uh, uh, the self-proclaimed number one segment in all the podcast land. And I gotta it's not self-proclaimed, buddy. I got to tell you, Joe, I listen to the news all day. I tell you, I watch CNN. I watch Fox News. You guys know my gimmick on Fox News. And I tell you, I never hear these stories until I listen to the Dirt Sheets. I got to tell you, it's amazing. Hey, Cousin Lamar, let me ask you a question. Now, um, we don't do uh, complaints or emails until the first first show of the, uh, of the month. Uh, can you give us can you give us a roundabout? Uh, are we doing pretty good or what? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I say you guys are doing pretty good. You know, you got you got the nice. Uh, wait, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Stop saying you guys. You're part of. Us. You guys, bro. Like you with I, us. Hey, hey, when when you finally send me that paycheck that you've been promising <laughs> promising since the first episode, oh then I will claim it. But until then, you guys are doing all right. <laughs> he don't like to pay. Now bird man, huh? <laughs> oh God, oh man, you guys are Sunday. Hey, well, cousin Lamar, give me a sample of uh Anything you may have heard, just a little bit. Just give me a, what have you heard? Just give me, you can tell me a little bit. Don't give you ain't gonna give us all, but what have you heard? Just tell me a little bit. Well, a little bit. Uh, I, I, I mean, we get a lot of responses, and uh, I got this one. It was on the uh, the last episode. A guy by the name of Ryan out of uh, Miami. Ryan out uh, of Miami. Yeah, 
he was saying uh, he was coming on having Tyomi Morgan. Yeah, yeah, on the yeah. Show. That was our last show. Yeah. Yeah. So he he wrote in and he said uh, that he was that, that he's infatuated with everything she does. Yeah. Unfortunately, he couldn't hear a goddamn thing she said. <laughs> and then he said, "Where did you do this interview?" Uh, were you swimming around in the shit tank of Dogs Custom Outhouse? Oh. <laughs> Come on, Lamar. That, 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 that's just one of them. I'm going I'm to have to say the rest for, that, to, for later, but he, he definitely, you know, he says he's going to continue and uh, continue listening. He just, you know, he's a little, little hurt by that. All right, like us on Facebook, Inside the Cave. Shout out to all 2,000 likes on Facebook. Shout out to everybody supporting us and shout out to everybody who supports us and listens to the show but doesn't want to admit that you listen to the show i know who you are you gotta let me tell you something the apps that they got on the google play store and itunes store they do a lot i know who you are okay so shout out to you guys too i know you don't want to admit that you listen to the show but i know you listen to the show i know who you are all right, for the, for Joe Dirt and the Big Dog, for Sid that's not here today, and Veli Vell, Cousin Lamar, thanks for coming through for International D and that Uber of the Week, and the Dirt Sheets, I'm CV at I'm the Real CB, and we'll catch y'all ass next time on Inside the Cave. 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 You're on the number one show inside the cave.